0: Welcome to the Christian Man Unscripted Podcast, where Christian men get together to talk about real issues, real struggles, and real victories. We're here to have honest conversations about what it means to be a Christian man in today's world. We'll be talking about marriage, fatherhood, leadership, faith, and more. And we'll be doing it all in a way that is honest, open, and unscripted. Subscribe today and join us on this journey. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the Instead of red, I a. The- Sorry, I'm tired. I was up late. I am your host, Alan Underwood. I'm here with John, who's back in the studio. And Seth is still in Michigan. Kick it over to you, John. You can explain what well, wait, you know what? Disregard that. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, got <a> <laughs> I got a funny story. I got a funny story. I've been I wanted to tell it last week, but you're here. So at work, after work, I met my son and I took my daughter. We went to Red Lobster. I've been to Red Lobster forever. My son mentioned it. I'm yeah. like, let's go to Red Lobster. <laughs> So we went to Red Lobster because I had to go back to the football game. We're eating, and I see this guy walking around, black shirt, pants, you know, waiter. I don't know. He's got a camera and he's going to tables asking if you would like a picture taken. Mm. I was like, Where are we at? Wait. I'm like, This is not a fancy restaurant. It's the Red Lobster, bro. This is the Red Lobster. <laughs> and I was like, You know what? Take the picture. Yeah. And I was like, Told my kids, I'm not buying these pictures. I'll just see. I bought a picture from Red Lobster, me my two kids for $15, man. It's like, I'm not at Disneyland. You know, when you walk into Disneyland, yeah. I was like, this is Red Lobster. They're trying to be fancy, but
1: it's I was, just There's crazy. a lot about
0: that that I like. Uh, I'm going to put the picture on, uh, on the uh, social media, $15 photo. Oh, yeah. And they give you a free one, but it's all blurry. But the $15 one is clear. They put it in focus for you for $15. <laughs> I was like. It was the funniest thing. Uh, I was like, I can't believe they're taking my photo with my family at Red Lobster. I think they do it at fancy restaurants. When you go and you pay thousand dollars for a meal.
1: I don't know. I don't um, remember that on my 10th anniversary. I month. think, you know, as a kid, if you're from Las Vegas, you won't know this set, but maybe they have Cashman photo is the company. Like half the kids in high school worked for a company called Cashman photo because back in the day at the casinos, you'd go to a show and they would take a photo of like you and the family or the couples before the show, or they'd walk around and say, Hey, would you like a photo? Like the Red Lobster does. Yeah. And, uh, but it was film, and so there were kids that were runners. So the photographer would hand yeah. their rolls of film to the kids, and they would run through the back halls of the Can casinos to the yeah to the photo lab, and
0: that's what I'm remembering. Yes. Yep. And I was like,
1: there were kids yeah. that was like a j- pretty common job with high school kids because there were so many of them mm-hmm. on the Las Vegas Strip and downtown. They worked for Cashman Photos. Uh, I know why Red Lobster line. was doing. it. <laughs> but Red Lobster now is up their game. No, or they're going back to classic Vegas stuff. Yeah. You know, nice family photo at the Red Lobster. They didn't know you they didn't know you could just they didn't know you could just hand the uh, waiter your cell phone and ask them to just take, take a picture, photo. But yeah. no,
0: it's cool. Yeah, I shouldn't that next time. I'm like, no, no. no but can you take? Our yeah. Off? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, sir. I'll just print that at home. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, man.
1: I bet they get that. Yeah.
0: That's fine. All right. So we got John. John was at Grand Canyon University last weekend talking to some kids. So go ahead, John. Tell us, tell us the story. Um.
1: And so, yeah, what a what a privilege, what a pleasure to to kind of get to visit them and, and hang with them and stuff. But also, um, we wanted to kind of talk about forcing kids to go to church mm-hmm. and even what is church. And, of course, that's a Christian university, which it doesn't mean Matter of fact, I learned this past weekend, I guess there's about 70 percent um, professed Christian students there. They consider themselves an evangelistic type of a college where they mm-hmm. you have to take a Christian worldview, but you don't have to be a Christian to go there. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um so, yeah, we just kind of wanted to ask the, some students a few questions, and but one of the questions had to do with what you guys talked about last week with uh, your son, AJ, mm-hmm. which was kind of in summary sort of intentionality about attending church, um, but also kind of the the question of should kid be forced to go to church? And I think we'll get to it after we listen to some of these responses from these kids, because I really do want to talk about it. Right. I was kind of impressed with the answers more so than I expected, even though I know it's a Christian university, but I went to a few random kids you know, they they actually had some pretty good answers about forcing kids to go to church and they were quite similar. Yeah, um, Even to kind of what you said, Seth, you know, one of them, you know, saying 16 or whatever, but I say, let's listen to the audio and then kind of talk about it. Should kids be forced to go to church? So if it's okay, maybe we check out some of these responses. Okay, I'm sitting with a GCU student, full disclosure, it's my daughter. Should kids be forced to go to church?
2: Um, short answer, I think yes. I think that in order for a seed to be planted in young children, they should go to church so that they are being taught the Bible, um, in a safe environment that's dedicated to teaching
1: the word of the Lord. Okay. And so like at what age do you think they should be allowed to make the choice themselves?
2: They should be able to decide around like 16 to 18, whether or not they can go or not. Okay. Yeah.
1: And then what do you think? It's so a little
2: bit older, I guess. Let
1: me ask you this. What do you think churches can do now to bring in more young people at that age? Like you're saying, maybe 16, 18, they should be able to choose on their own. So what can churches do now to try to attract younger people?
2: Um, I mean, for example, they could do a high school group or a college group.
1: That's a part of the part I don't want to forget to talk about. AJ talked about it not just the fun stuff but the
0: friends the community i was thinking that when when she was talking even now as an adult
3: um i definitely think that religion and you know the word of god should be should be taught to children young so they have like an idea and you know that's like planted in their brain at a young age but i do think that they should have the decision around like 13 to 15 or 13 to 16 on if they want to continue
1: i wanted to take notes but it's my phone i use to take notes on uh what you said community like the kids i want to bring up what aj brought up last week seth i don't know if you're able to take some notes but see even this is some of the stuff that you were talking about about it being fun you know since i mean the good news is we should, we can kind of discuss this freely just because we've this is all going to get edited out and we can add fresh audio interesting a few of these kids my own kid too they already bring up social media stuff right mm-hmm. Okay, I'm with my own son now, so let's kind of see what his answer is on this. This is John John. Again, we're still on the campus at GCU. John John, should kids be forced to go to church? So I don't know if force is the correct word. Encourage. Encourages your children to go to church, sure. Okay, but about what age do you think? Like
4: 13 or 14. Okay. I think a teenager is old enough to decide if they want to
1: go to church. Okay, and then the next question to that is, what can churches do better to attract young people? I think a lot of
4: kids around the age of 16 to 20 have an idea of church being very formal, and I think that pushes them away from it because when you're that age, you're not very formal. So I think showing people through social media and just outreach that it's not this formal, weird thing, it's just, it can be fun and it's normal, and it's just normal people there. Awesome, thanks. I believe that kids should be forced to go to church, especially, you know, when they're younger. Um, You know, personally, me growing up in a Christian household, you know, I was forced to go to church as well. And I think that was really important to, you know, growing in my faith as a young kid and, you know, just hearing the word of God, Jesus, like over and over, like, you know, and so when I did actually grow up, like it was in the back of my mind, like, hey, like I should look more into
1: this. Awesome. And so at what age do you think kids should? have their own choice as to whether they should be going to church or not with a family?
4: Um, I think, you know, That high one kind of reminds me of you um, said the
1: 16 thing. Maybe it's like of a point when you there. get a
4: car or something like that, and have the ability, you know, to, you know, drive to church or do something like that. Because um, I think, you know, you're starting to get a little bit more mature um, in high school to where you can kind of make that decision for yourself.
1: I'm asking, should kids be forced to go to church?
4: I don't think necessarily that they should, but
5: I mean, the way that they do it here, like they kind of push like, all the classes and uh, like revolve things around God and everything. So I feel like that kind of pushes you more into like being curious about it and like going to be able to find those answers. But I don't think it should be forced on, on
1: people. Okay. And then do you think there might be like an age though? Like say you're raising kids, you guys are college age kids. Right. So is there a possible age maybe where kids should be given that choice, shouldn't be, or, or just never forced or how do you think on that one?
5: I mean, I feel like with everything, you can't really understand it fully until you experience it. So I think maybe everyone should give it a try at least once. And if you like it, then yeah, you obviously keep it and keep it in your daily routine. And if not, then it's not for you and you don't have to really like try to give it more energy or or anything. So I feel like definitely experiencing it, yeah. Um I would say age, maybe I would say like somewhere in like the high school like 16 to 18. It's probably good because then you fully realize like what's going on around you and, you know, you have more experiences to yourself in your own personal life. You can probably relate back to God and church and everything. So,
1: OK, let me ask you this. What can churches do better to attract young people?
5: I don't know. I think like mostly like with what GCU does, just kind of putting little like things here and there just to kind of get kids more interested and curious about it. Um, But I think just, you know, trying to relate more to a younger audience in certain ways through, you know, social media, whatever it might be. Um, But I think most of what like churches that I've seen have been kind of doing that. So
4: I don't, know, I don't know what more.
5: I
1: actually like the background noise, though, because you can hear <laughs> it as like... Activity. Should kids
4: be forced to go to church? Um, I think it's a foundational part of the group or the faith, and it's just... It's one of the best ways that we can reach the younger generations. Um, forced, I feel like, is a really strong word to use, but like to like guide is more probably what I would say. Okay. Yeah, see, this guy I'm talking to right now is super big, dude, so
1: I wouldn't be able to force him. I would have to guide him as kindly as I could. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's talk about at what age do you think kids could sort of choose whether they want to be guided or forced into
4: church or not um like to make a decision with faith
1: uh just to just to make them to go to church we have
4: real general i mean upbringing would be early childhood through like six (laughs) years old but like once they get into that age of like eight ten twelve is kind of when they begin to make an understanding of their own and that's when it kind of Instead of like bringing them along, it's more of a hey, encouragement and guiding towards them towards the faith. I love Yeah.
1: Okay. And then, what can churches do better now to and in- encourage more kids to come to mm-hmm. through their doors? What can churches do?
4: Uh, I think relating to parents a lot too, trying to get parents more involved in it is a good way to help. Um, <laughs> and also just finding a way to connect with the kids, finding a younger group. Um, this kid was actually for me. I smart. feel like as a college age, like it's easier for a college student to kind of reach that younger age too just because we're a little bit closer to them so it's a more uh group environment i would say
1: should kids be forced to go to church
2: mm. uh I mean uh, I let's say yes depending on the
1: age okay you Which know is kind of what is what's your thought on that
2: um i believe
3: like well personally as someone who grew up as like catholic and i was also like told to go to church every sunday and i did and as i got older and i went to a christian school like i didn't go to church as much because i Mm -hmm. kind of felt like i had that environment at school already in a way but i think that it's fine to like teach the kids like your beliefs and that thing it's okay to like give them the opportunity opportunity to like learn it and like keep that i guess family tradition in a way Mm -hmm. but at the same time like i think the kids should be equally exposed to any other like religion or Mm. like education and other religions at the
1: same time okay yeah and so you touched on it what age do you think kids should Mm. like is there a breaking point or an age that you might you think they should be forced to go to church hmm. and then maybe they get to make their own decision is there an age there that you think about
2: i think like um i mean because you have like you have your kids do things. That, I mean, you force them to do things all the time that, like, maybe, you don't, know, they don't want to do necessarily, but that's good for them, you know. So I think, like, up until a certain age, like, maybe if they're, like, you know, I don't know, almost an adult no. or something like that and they're not. But I think, like, if you are having them do that, like, go to church since they're younger, they'll probably not need to be forced probably later on, you know, okay. most likely if they're growing up in church and that's just, like, something they're used to. So, yeah, that would be my
1: thing you know what's your thought on that age thing um but is there an age you think it's
3: interesting oh it's interesting because like i know firstly as like i grew up catholic i only went through communion but then i know you have to do like lessons for later to be confirmed and that's like when you're a lot older so Mm -hmm. i think it's tricky it it really does
1: yeah
2: Yeah. i think it's really
1: Mm -hmm. tricky i think i only talked to like two more guys after after this follow up to that what can churches do better now? to encourage young people to walk through the doors.
2: Mm, well, we just talked about this at like my church. Um, I think, you know, because you kind of have like youth groups and then children, like this group, and then they kind it's kind of like done a lot of times after that. So I think if you're good about like making like your main service, something that like, you know, kids can kind of get integrated into a little bit like earlier, like we have, um, like we don't have a Sunday like church thing for like like youth group because then it kind of helps them like kind of get used to like going into like actual church that when they're done they're not just like oh you know and then it helps because then they they're already going so then they bring their you know friends and so we have like a lot of like you know college age students that you know come in the summer so I think because there's already a lot that are there and so I think it's helpful to have it like Where it's not just like older adults, you know, like it's, you know, multi generational. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you have anything on that? Anything else churches can do? Yeah. I think
3: you could have like more familial events that. Um, can in a way, yes, grow faith, but also just set of community bonding yeah. okay. and where like children can have like more services. And I know it's depending on like each church and each religion, because you know, okay. I know, like I personally grew up Catholic. And so it's very different in terms of how we're talking about
1: just Christian churches. No, no, that's oh, what okay. I'm saying. Oh, no, okay. I'm asking for clarification because saying- you're saying in Catholic or whatever, I'm
3: so no, I'm, I'm asking, yeah, yeah. We,
1: I'm actually asking you. Are my you saying just Christian? Is, or is? Yeah,
2: my church is
3: okay. Yeah, and I grew up Catholic, so it's yep. very, like, the reasons for meeting are very, very different compared to a Christian church. Okay. So, like, the, the events of Catholic church footholds are very different than a That's Christian That's part of what church. I want to touch it's, on. It's she like, says the person, reason for me meeting is very, Christians very different. That's
1: going to be that, like, yeah, kind of what is yeah, church, it's, it's my, like, which is yeah, another episode. All right, sitting lunchtime with two guys here at GCU asking the question, should kids be forced to go to church?
6: You want to go first. I'll
1: go first. go first. I mean, from my background,
6: um, I mean, I've gone to church my whole life, and then I became a disciple like five, six years ago in Christ. Um, I just feel like it—it's one thing that should, I guess, be bestowed upon just the youth, just to get a general understanding of um, the world. Because so, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's already forced upon like children growing up. So I feel like just understanding um uh, who they are and where they came from is important. And um I don't know, children in the youth, it's kinda open to them like they're pretty like they're not good or bad. So I feel like just having a certain level of morale and understanding of their purpose and their relationship is essential to what I've said.
1: What's your thought on that? Forcing kids to go to church?
7: Um me, personally, I don't think I would force them to go to church, but I would definitely implement the church values and morales mm-hmm. and make sure they are good children, you know what I'm saying? But, like, if I'm going to church, I would definitely want them with me. I wouldn't necessarily, like, force them, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I might want to, like, stray them away or something. But i definitely install the Christian values and make sure he is good. You know okay. Sense, you know and I'm then
1: saying? on that same note, is there, like, an age that either of you think— you know, what age maybe should kids be allowed to, or you use a word where you kind of using a strong word of force. Is there an age maybe where kids should kind of get their own decision? Or do you think mm-hmm. from the time they're little, they should get their own decision on whether they should go to church or not with the family kind of a thing? Mm-hmm.
7: Wow. A weird
1: maybe a maturity level, I suppose. Yeah. Is there I don't
7: know. To be honest.
1: Or just no. I would
7: say
6: like, yeah. I would say like 18. Okay. Because at that age, you're kinda, you kind of, you kind of have a, you, you know what life is and you know, you know, between good and wrong. And you probably heard the word at that age. So I feel like just understanding, um, just that simple concept allows you to dictate what, uh, what you want to pursue in life and your goals, your wants, and what you value. So I said that's the perfect age.
1: You have any comment on that? I still, Age? Yeah,
7: I still don't really have a niche. Um that doesn't sound too bad. I mean 18, oh. I guess that's when they're grown, okay. when they're not really, they could do,
1: you know what I'm saying, their own thing when they're 18, I suppose. Well, let me follow up with this. What can churches, Christian churches? You guys both are Christian guys. What can Christian churches do to encourage more young people to decide to come into their doors? Oh, um can they do better. I would say
7: I, I thought I was worried, but mm.
6: You know, That's a really good question. Um, I would just say go into detail. Um, on did the, the
7: no, I was gonna say, like, uh, try to like, um, I feel like you gotta start with the parents, more, Phil, uh, but like, in order to get the children, you kind of got to just teach them what it is like to be a Christian and how it can help your life in like a positive way and like help you. And then, like you branch it off to like your friends or family members to build like a community because I feel like a God fearing community is better than a non God fearing community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's that's what I think. I think they just gotta keep like start at the parents maybe and then just work your way down. But I'm not really sure.
6: I would say, kind of just depict and have a a clear cut, um, like non lukewarm conversation between. uh the world, like essentially like the world and then like um, Christ himself and like a clear depiction and it's kind of like like his response,
1: that non lukewarm, like a clear depiction mm -hmm.
6: or certain um, trends or like cultures within like our world may seem normal. Some of it's not essential or beneficial for Christ in a way. So like just differentiating um, the book versus What's normalized or even accepted, like socially accepted. So once you have that down, I feel like it's easier to um,
1: kind of sort uh, rights from wrongs. So, where people... talking to all those kids on GCU was super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of stuff going on, skateboarding in the background. It's a very busy campus. My oh, kids, sure. yeah, my kids joke about it. It's a beautiful campus, by the way. We joke, it's like Monsters, Inc. You know, the, oh. if you ever saw that movie, the The Fun College Campus or whatever, that's literally what it reminds us of. Um, but what'd you guys think? What was it? There's, uh, it's, there's a lot to talk about actually in a lot of those kids answers, but a lot of them are really good.
0: Uh, one thing based on that stood out was, um, the one girl said, uh, I don't go as much because she was Catholic and now she's Christian. She feels like she already has that at school. And so she doesn't go to church as much because she's already in that environment. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I'm at with my daughter. Cause she's in a church environment at a like Christian school and they have chapel, they have roll group they have Bible classes. So it's always there. Mm-hmm. And I see her going, no, I don't want to go again and hear more. She goes, I get it at school. I get it every day. My homework is part of it sometimes. And I don't know how to balance that with her. Like, hey, you know, yeah, Yeah. I get it. But, you know, you don't have to sit here on your phone and look at YouTube either. You can come to church with us for an hour and a half. Yeah. She's 16 as well. So I'm like, it's a balancing act. So I understand she does have chapel at school. She does have, she even goes to Wednesday night service for our church. So she's always doing something. So on Sunday, I, I I feel like I don't need her to go with us. Yeah. And I don't know if that's right or wrong. I, I struggle with that. Like I want us to go as a family. And some people like no, it's our family time. It's what we're doing. I'm like, yeah, I see that too. I understand that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I got some comments on that. My son has almost said the same thing even at GCU. Right. When it's like, hey, what about hitting church? It's like, I mean, Dad, I got a Christian worldview class. We got a chapel on Monday. I go to I got, you know, whatever. Um so it's funny going back to that original question, should kids be forced to go to church that I was asking those kids and you guys talked about it a little bit last week, you know, you just kind of keyed in on something that reminds me of something Alan also mentioned last week. When you ask that, it's interesting that, you know, everybody up in, and you're exactly right, Alan, like my kids, I got to where they were at a, a point where they found our church boring and all mm-hmm. these things. And and it was almost like forcing them, they they resented it. And so I realized that. So I gave them the choice and, and they quit coming to be honest, you know what I mean? but it's it's funny so seth you were saying pointing out how some of those kids said something to the effect of getting kids to show up maybe even being more engaged with the parents it actually really does speak to and and the reason why i'm mixing things i guess if you will i'm mixing what alan said last week with aj about how aj noticed a gradual change in the last three years and uh because his dad was more actively involved in the church but doing it from his heart, Mm -hmm. like wanting to be there. And then coupling that with what you kind of pointed out that some of those kids said, how do you engage engage the parents more so the kids want to be with them? That goes back to that checkbox thing. Mm -hmm. Is your heart like, man, I want to be here like your kids see it. I want to be here because Mm -hmm. I want to be with Jesus. I want to abide. I want to loiter with Jesus. I want to spend time with other believers. Mm -hmm. I want to learn. And they actually see it. And so they might be at an age where you force them, uh, what, for lack of a better word, for uh, what, what did we say? Encourage, encourage strongly,
0: strongly encourage,
1: because they have no option, right? So <laughs> you know, yeah. but I think it really does come down to that—not not a matter of church hopping, but but kind of kind of church hopping in this way. Are you at a place that you're called to be, right? Um, not only because you're at peace there and you're exactly right, not because you like the the, the music. I'm, I'm paraphrasing some stuff that you said, but are you there because you genuinely have a heart that, that you really are receiving? You really sense you're learning and growing in your faith. And do your kids see that? And yeah, you're making them come with you. But is it that you're not just checking it off like Alan talks about for years where that's a bad example? for a child to see a parent, just, let's just go on Sunday. And then the second we leave, we're, we're making fun of everybody cussing about whatever. And what do you think guys? I don't know. That's the forcing thing versus.
0: Right. And my kids went to church with us for those 10 years and they saw me like, man, half fall asleep in church and um, not do anything else. And, you know, not open my Bible at home and not, you know, be involved Just in Are they seeing a real relationship? Right. They weren't or seeing, are they a, just real seeing a check yeah. box. Correct. They're seeing a checkbox because hey, so they're like well i'm not gonna make my family go on a sunday and be bored oh dude let's you be know? honest They
1: just thought about it i don't know why but you were even saying how sometimes church is like super boring it can be super yeah. boring. as an adult and i love my pastor and i love my church sometimes after he's talking for an hour hour and a half i'm like oh man i love i'm a follower of jesus i want to know everything but i'm just i get to where i'm like oh my i can't really stay focused here yeah. anymore you know what i mean oh, yeah and that's yeah yeah, I mean, so imagine for younger kids, younger people.
0: Right. You, know, you know, teenagers and preteens were my kids where we started. They were preteens. Yeah. Same thing. It was um, boring 10 years, you know, and it, the, the church wasn't necessarily boring. The word, the message were was uh, good. I, I had good messages there, but when I decided, and I didn't even tell my family, I didn't force them to do my wife or my kids. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going, go or not you know and then as i started going and getting more involved i think uh one of the students said um, parents should be more involved and the kids will be more involved yeah that's basically what happened you know and my daughter is not the most involved but she's involved that's my point more so living it you're living christianity as opposed to right and it's and i didn't force anything on them and she's going to be 18 two years and she's going to make her own decisions just like my son makes his own decisions but the last it'll be five years. And when she's 18, she'll see a difference in me. And I'm hoping it changes her and I can't force it. And that's another thing I wrote down. I heard this a long time ago, not, not a long time ago, like two years ago on social media, a kid put it on there that is a friend of my son's. And he's like, well, you guys are indoctrinating kids into Christianity. It was like a meme or something. It wasn't him per se. And I'm like, indoctrinating kids into Christianity. And is that the same as, what's the opposite of that? Indoctrinating them into the world? Right. Right. I mean, OK, either way, you can say what you want. I'm just telling you that this the Bible, if you open it up, it's not indoctrination. It's the word of God. So if you follow that, I'm telling you, I'm proof that your life will change. And, and
1: doctrine is actually a word for therapeutic. Right. So it's right. like it's therapy actually in a most Glad positive you know way. Thank so
0: <laughs> but. Yeah. Isn't that crazy though? That is crazy. I know. And I, 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 that sticks in my head a lot when I, cause I remember it and I don't know why and I don't know who it was, but I'm like indoctrination. I'm like, they make it sound like a bad word, right? Yeah. I don't know if it is. And, but we, we, you know, I heard a lot of the kids say plant that seed. Same thing I would say. Yeah. But you can, I can't, you can make your own choices, especially when you're 18. And I just hope that, like they said, we, the one at the end they were saying, um, you know give them those values christian values mm-hmm. and you know not force them but if you give them those values they want to live that out and we guide them and when they're 18 we hope they make the right choices but that
1: goes back last week you actually quoted proverbs 22 um i didn't pull up the exact verse but i know it's in proverbs 22 that talks about training up a child in the way they should go and mm-hmm. they'll return and um and so i think there is something to be said about kids should just come and see it but you're right where is your heart at it needs to be genuine not mm-hmm. just a forcing i know we use the word force because as a child they don't have an option when they're young right. the age thing i found interesting um, i think last week you said it too you said 16 18 you you'd like to encourage your kids to come to church until they're 18 and, and so it's funny i i, I intentionally said an age just because i kind of was hoping and some of them did sort of bring up like not necessarily an age so much of the maturity teenage thing but I was just kind of wanting to sort of start that conversation a little bit, because like I said, my kids around their teenage years, it was like, I could see it was almost damaging. And we were trying to get them involved in um, in better churches, if you will, as, that were better with kids is what I mean. Like bigger programs, kid program. And um, by that time they hadn't gone to a church that really had that. And so they only kind of, kind of got involved in the periphery a little bit, you know, touch and go. And then we ended up doing youth ministry at our own home. And that was awesome, mm-hmm. beautiful, amazing, super fun, really good time. Um, but the age thing you mentioned sixteen last week. My own daughter after was like, I kind of want to change my answer. I said you can't change your answer. I wanted to ask you right then and there. You know, she was yeah. like, but I don't know that exact age makes sense. And again, she's very intelligent. I have no idea where she got it from. She's super smart. She's not ours. Um, but trust, she says, uh, trust me, I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's a <laughs> grammar Nazi, but she's like the sweetest kid ever. No, it's awesome. But um, she was like, you know, I don't know that it would be should be an age per se because obviously it's more of like a mentality and a maturity level mm-hmm. and things like that. But I think part of the 16 thing is, we always joke about the driving thing too. All Uh of a sudden there's a sense of freedom. When a kid can drive, they're not getting drugged by the hand somewhere. And so maybe that kind of, maybe it's a cultural thing, 16 equals freedom, 18 equals freedom. So maybe that's why we point that out. Um, But maybe there's more to that, I don't know. And uh, I think those are just block ages for our society maybe. I'm not Uh sure. I know that we'll probably be, I I don't know that we're wrapping up just yet, but as we kind of wrap up the topic of forcing kids to go to church at about what age and what can churches do better? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think kind of the totality of those three things that we were asking those kids that you guys talked a little bit about last week that you're that we're all talking about right here. I think there's just this, it all really does come down to a genuine sense of relationship. Um, I know, and I know maybe even in the next episode, we'll talk about church and because we asked some of those kids about what is church and stuff. So I think we'll get into that. But just to kind of wrap up this topic of that and go back to kind of how Alan had that change in the last few years by just actually wanting to pursue that relationship with Jesus and wanting to actually grow and, and be used and recognize your purpose and and trying to kind of show kids that, yeah, we gotta force them when they're little because they don't have a choice to burn the house down or mm-hmm. run around the street or whatever. And, um, but as they become teenagers, there is, there's I sort of tend to agree with the combination of there's an age to pay attention to, but there's also that teen thing. Cause I think my kids were younger than 16 when they mostly started, stopped coming to church. Mm-hmm. And again, because it was you know boring and, and all those things. Um, and we, we do know people, Alan mentioned it last week that their kids genuinely have damage because of this yeah. weird thing that, you know, the church maybe, and, and, yeah. but that's the problem. The church should do better going right. into the third part of the question. What can churches do better?
0: Yeah. To we'll engage. get to that next week. And real quick then that, um, you said church hopping and, you know, looking for a church that fits your needs. And I, I kind of did that, but it wasn't so much. I wanted to hear, I wanted them to tell me what I wanted to hear. It was more, how engaging were they with me? Yeah. how did they get me involved in the church because i went to a church for 10 years they didn't care if i had small group did anything they didn't care about community bad they probably did and it was partially my fault but you go into a church where they they encourage it they show you how to do it they show you what it means to do the the message is engaging it's discipleship it's, it's, i think
1: there's a word for yeah. that it's a bible a Bibli- to use a biblical word it's called discipleship
0: Right. right. Yeah. I never heard that one. <laughs> and th- even the message from the Bible, they read right from the Bible. So that's basically all you want. You don't want him to tell you like a pastor to get up there and say, no, you can you know, do whatever you want as long as you believe this. And we're telling you come here, be what you want to be. No, I want you to tell me what it means to be a Jesus follower, but I also want you to engage me. I want you to engage my family. I want my kids to be involved and like it. So yeah, there is something to church hopping. You have to
1: yeah, that, that's a negative, Seth even used it as a negative connotation, I think. And and I think we all would agree it's negative, right? You're just going to church, church hopping in our imagination, I suppose, is that right. I'm going to church because I, ah, oh, their music sucked or that girl didn't sing very well. I'm right. going to find another one where they got a better lead guitar player or right. whatever. The yeah. pastor is going to, like the right. Bible says, tickle my ears. There's that right. verse right. about the pastors that, you know. Uh, are you actually being engaged and discipled in Jesus Correct. and his, and worship is genuine? Well, It doesn't, you know, our church doesn't have a band. We're so small, right? We, we basically karaoke it, but, <laughs> but, but, but there's a, that's an opportunity to worship still. There's worship is powerful and, and I love the big Man. worship service and stuff. And, and, but, but when it comes down to it, am I actually being discipled right. and, it, and am I being discipled to not only to be used outside of the door? And we'll talk more about church yeah, stuff in awesome. a while, but.
0: No, yeah, I agree. All right, brother. Okay, have um, fun. Talk to you later. Time. You're the best.
1: You're the best.
0: I'll, I'll close us out in